I am Plata on the line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. Mark Carter joins me again. CTORA Theatre is back with a new production, The Wizard of Oz. It's the Royal Shakespeare Company version, and I'll ask Mr. Carter about what we'll see at the uh, Granville Island stage starting this Friday, the 3rd of November, and running until the 12th of November. Mark is the director of this production, and I'll ask him about the technical elements that uh, will be part of this show, as well as uh, ask about the cast and the themes in the work based on the L. Frank Baum book. The uh, music and lyrics are by Harold Arlen and E.Y. Harburg. Visit ctora.ca for tickets and information. There's something in this show for all ages. Please welcome back to the Plant on the Line program, Mark Carter. Mr. Carter, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good yourself. Very well, thank you. I understand Very you're quite busy because you're, you're loading the show, I guess, into the theater. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, we're loading the set in and hanging all the lights and getting it all ready for next week. So from what I've read of this production, the, the uh, yeah. technical aspect of it, the special effects and the sort, uh, that's quite an elaborate uh, scheme that you have there, right? It's, uh, it's a bit of a setup, yeah. We have, uh, we have a company coming in and, uh, and helping us out. I don't want to give too much away, but there is a uh, there is a bit of a surprise to it. So, but it is quite technically uh, challenging in a fun way. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. So I'm I'm one of the few people who enjoys watching musicals, but has never seen The Wizard of Oz. I mean, I've, I've heard that song uh, that right. Dorothy sings, and you know, over and over again. Rainbow. Yeah, over and over yeah. again over the years. I'm a big Harold yeah. Arlen fan. So, I mean, um, and I actually bought the DVD to, to see the movie about six months ago because I figured after 41 years of living, I should actually see the show, see the yeah. film. But rather than watch that, I should watch this stage version, right? Sure, uh, absolutely. But, you know, the movie still stands up to this day. I mean, it may be, you know, quite an old movie now, but it still stands up to this day, like the... the the special effects for the time frame uh-huh. and, and everything are just amazing. So it's uh, it's it's still one of my favorites of all time. Um, the 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 play version of it, um, we're actually doing um, the Royal Shakespeare Company version of it, which uh, there are several versions of Wizard of Oz, the musical for the stage. Um, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber just did one uh, a couple of years ago. Um, this version is the closest to the movie in terms of the songs and the scenes and, and how it goes. There are a few little minor changes, and then, of course, there's a few little changes that I've made to the show itself. But out of all the productions, this particular version that we're doing is is probably the closest to the movie. Yeah, I kept seeing RSC throughout the, the press yeah. material, and I guess that's, that's what it means, Royal Shakespeare Company. Um, yeah. So for, for people who are devotees of the the film, they'll enjoy the stage version just as much, I would think, right? I would hope so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it is very close to it, as I said, this particular version, because I know um, pretty much all of them have, you know, somewhere of the rainbow or if I only had a brain, they, they, mm-hmm. they, they do have sort of, the key songs in that, but this has all of the incidental music, the Miss Gulch music, the, the witch music, the, you know, uh, Glinda's music, you know, all of the, the underscoring that is all um, from the movie version. And I noticed, so, Mark, that it's quite a big cast, is that right? Yes, I believe there is 20, 
26 in the cast. Yeah. 20, 26, 28. It might be 28 now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have, uh, we have six, six kids in the show, uh, and an adult cast and one little dog. <laughs> and what's it like directing a dog, Mark? You know, it's been really interesting, but uh, she is incredibly smart, very cute, very sweet, and uh, so far so good. But, you know, there's that old saying about uh, children and animals, and so far, so far, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But it's it's been great, it's been great. It's the first time I've actually done a show with a, with a live animal. And it's not just that... Toto comes on and then that's it. Toto's yeah, yeah. throughout. So it's been really challenging figuring out where where the dog needs to be, where it can't be, and you know how we can keep it safe and keep uh, keep the actors safe as well, so that they're not tripping over a little dog at the same time. But uh, it's it's so great though. Uh, it, it 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 just adds something to it in my eyes anyway. And um, other than we really touched on the special effects of, that, that we'll see on stage, um, mm-hmm. from from my understanding, uh, having uh, seen clips of the film, there's a mm-hmm. lot of costumes in 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 this piece, and so th- yeah. that must be something altogether. Um, I don't know if it's new for you, but it must be different from say previous productions that you've done, right? Um, I mean, generally speaking, especially when you deal with with um, musicals. There, there always tends to be a lot of costumes. This one is is even more so because, you know, um, those that are familiar with the movie or the story know that it starts off in Kansas and then we go to Oz and then we go back to Kansas again. So some of the characters that are in Kansas are the friends, the scarecrow, the lion, the tin man. Um, even the, the witches are, we see a human version of them and, and then the Oz version of them. So everybody has got a quick change. And from going from Kansas into, um, into Oz, for instance, that is a major, major change costume wise and also makeup. Uh, all of the actors have to, you know, uh, get into green makeup or lion makeup or tin man makeup and that sort of thing. So it's not just the costume that changes, it's the whole, um, you know, the makeup and, and, and the whole character changes. And they have, I think some of them, I think probably the fastest one is about a minute and a half or two minutes to get in or out of their costume. Wow. So it's, uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean... They've, you know, it, it, this show's been done for years and years and years, and it, it, it's possible. It just, it's just going to be, uh, it's just going to be a little tricky at first. But that's what rehearsals are for. Yeah. What? Um, because this is a, a production that, that that's not uh, just something that everybody, <laughs> other than myself, has seen over the years. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's suitable for all ages. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I guess that's what makes it timeless, doesn't it? I mean, it does. The, the, I mean, you mentioned the friends a moment ago. The, it is about yeah. friendship, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it has um, it has quite a few different themes, and I mean, you know, this whole this whole um, wherever you go, there's no place like home. You know, mm. so it, it is about friendship. It is about um, uh, you know. 
longing for home and and just how safe and secure you are there. So there's there's a lot of different themes in into it. Um, you know, the 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 cowardly lion, for instance. You know, he's a, he's a coward, but yet he he you know he finds courage when he needs it. And the Tin Man uh, doesn't have a heart, yet he's the most caring uh, out of the characters. So there's there's a lot going on in there, but you know. I was first introduced to the movie in, uh, when I was probably about five years old, five or six years old, and I can remember it clearly to this day. And, I mean, back then, we didn't have a VHS tape or anything like that. I'm uh-huh. dating myself a little bit here. But it, it came on the TV um, once or twice a year. So it was a real kind of special event when it came on, and it was a, you know, it was a big deal that we sat down and watched it as a family. And... Um, so, you know, that kind of thing uh, sort of resonates with me, that it is a family show, and, and, and it's, uh, even watching it now, um, that little five-year-old part of me smiles, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying that. So, you know, I think it's, it's great to bring the kids to, but I think it also is going to be really good for the kids' side of you as well. And it just seems like the perfect time of the year to see something like this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of times I've seen Wizard of Oz done closer around Christmas time. Sometimes it's a Christmas musical, although there's nothing Christmassy in the show or anything like that. But I don't know. I think maybe there is something about this time of year with Halloween and witches and, and, uh, you know, some magic and and, and a fantasy land. I, I do think it's kind of the perfect time of year. So. so the Dorothy in this production is is uh, Cameron McDonald. Is that right? Yes. What, 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 how do you uh, direct uh, someone like Cameron McDonald in terms of, of say this role that everybody knows or that they'll associate say with Judy Garland in the, in the film and, and that song especially when that when that mm-hmm. song um, comes on in the show. Um, there'll be a lot of people who who compare her to, say, the film or or to to, to other things that they've seen. Um, How do you direct an an actor into, say, bringing something new to it? Well, I think ultimately sort of what I've had in mind from the get-go, because I do think it, it is tricky when you're doing an iconic show that people know they have certain expectations of how it should look or how it should go. And I think sometimes if you go against that, uh, you know, people are, you know, some people love to see something brand new and, mm-hmm. and exciting and, and different. And some people, well, I want the traditional. I'm here to see this. So I'm trying to find that balance. I mean, the, 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 the set and everything like that is, is very different because obviously it's, you know, it's a live production and and we have certain constraints with within the theater and and how we can do things on stage so that's sort of more um the, the set is sort of more abstract and we do things with lighting and and like that to change the the set but uh costume wise uh, character wise i want to be faithful to the story but change it a little bit to make it our own so it's sort of like um, bringing sort of the essence of what those characters are and what the, the movie is. It just using that and then twisting it and moving it to, to adapt it to what we're doing. So it's 
sort of like, here's your baseline of the movie. This is what people are sort of expecting. Now, how can we um, make it our own from that? And so that's sort of how I've approached all of this entire show, from the characters to, um, you know, to the lighting and to the costumes and that sort of thing, is... This is this is sort of what people are expecting now. What can we do that would make this a little different, a little, um, a little bit more interesting from what people maybe are not expecting? So um, there's a fine line there. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll we'll find out if I actually achieve that. I, I I like to think that I have because I do want to um, I want to pay homage to to you know one of my favorites. But at the same time, yeah. you don't want to do it, um, you know, directly because if you're going to do that, well, why not you just watch the movie? I mean, we're never going to be as good or as, as you know as, as fantastic as what the movie was. But what can we do that is a little bit different? That still people are going to recognize the story, recognize these characters, and that sort of thing. So there has been a little fine line in there, but I I do think that hopefully we've achieved that. We'll soon find out once we have an audience. And, and I would think one, one of the other challenges that you have as a director and, and, and someone who's, who's putting on this production, uh, mm-hmm. producing it, um, this is a story that everyone knows. This is a story, a film that's, a, that's a, you know, uh, mm-hmm. almost 100 years old. Um, yeah. How do you make it relevant, say, for 2023? Was, it, was that fun, to, trying to, say, craft a show for 2023 that, that everyone's known for such a long time, say? I mean, I think this is a show that is timeless, though, and that's why it's really stood the test of time. Mm. And, you know, I do encourage you to see the movie because the movie is just fantastic. Like, it, it, it really is. And it stands up even to this day. And there's nothing there's nothing um, really controversial or, or you know... Um, problematic that say uh maybe a south pacific or you know some of these older classics that maybe um or say cabaret or that kind of thing when you're you're dealing with you know more um uh difficult topics or whatever this doesn't have that it's very timeless so um i feel like it's just as relevant today as what it was in you know in 1939 so um i don't that wasn't the challenge for this one. Yeah. And I, I noticed that it's a very diverse cast, not just on stage, but, but uh, uh, off stage as well. Th- that's important to you, to reflect that diversity in the community, isn't it? Absolutely. But, you know, I, I do want to say that as much as that is important and that is something that we, we always strive for, yeah. at the end of the day, it's always based on talent. And so um, it, it's that's all of these people that came out and auditioned, and we saw nearly 200 people for this show, Mm -hmm. and many of them, there's only three in the cast of of nearly 30 that that I knew ahead of time. I'm working with a lot of new faces, and uh, that's what I find really exciting, because these were people that came out and I went, yeah, there's my Dorothy, there's my Scarecrow, there's my Tin Man, and, you know, they, they came into it. And um, so it, we, we had such a pool to, to choose from, which, which was really, really exciting. And, um, you know, there was, 
there was a lot of people that I knew that did audition that were incredibly talented that I was like, oh, they, they would be so great for this show. And they had amazing auditions, but so did the people that we came out and, and, and ended up casting. So for me, I... It is important to um, to see everybody as well. We're we're one of the few theater companies that, if you are auditioning for us for the first time, we will see you uh, at least for the first round of auditions. And and I know that's really difficult in this time when you have 200, 300 submissions. Maybe you can't make the time to see everybody. But if we've seen you before, then we might, you know, bring you back for the callbacks or that sort of thing. But if if you do if you are new to us, a new face, then we want to see you. We want to give you that opportunity. We don't just take a look at a, a headshot or a resume and say, you know, make a decision before we, we want to see you. Because sometimes, and, and this was very much the case, a lot of these faces, yes, it's the first time I've worked with them, but these, a lot of these faces came out for our last show, The Lightning mm. Thief. And, yeah. um, they they made an impression on, on us then that it was like, oh, maybe not right for this show, but, you know, it'd be great in Wizard of Oz. And, and so when they did submit again, we just, we brought them to the second round. We we didn't need to see them again. We already saw them the first time round. So, um, yeah, so I, it, it's been... It's been really, really uh, exciting to see just how much uh, talent Vancouver has and uh, and how many people we had to choose from, and it was fantastic that we were able to do that. You know, Mark, I, before I let you go, I've always wondered, mm-hmm. I've always, always wanted to ask somebody, you know, involved in the casting process, um, yeah. what's your least favorite part of that when, when you have to see, say, hundreds of people? Um, mm-hmm. dozens and dozens of people uh, in the course of the day uh, yeah. in terms of what they choose to audition with. I mean, are, are there certain things that you're just sick of hearing, say? Um, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit, but um, um, sorry, my, my train of thought derailed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I do think that sometimes... Uh, you know, especially if you hear the same song mm-hmm. over and over again. I mean, generally speaking, we don't want to hear in the first round of auditions nothing from Wizard of Oz. We're going to hear enough of that in the callbacks uh, and, yeah. and that sort of thing. So that's that's one way of it. But, I mean, there are also, you know, people that... There, there's some really popular songs that people like to sing. And so it is... It's always a lot more interesting when you see someone audition or hear someone sing a song that... Uh, you know that you do, you haven't heard twenty times already in that day. Yeah, that's, a <laughs> but, good, that's a good tip yeah. for, for uh, aspiring performers, right? Absolutely, yeah. Try and do something that that's gonna um, make an impression. Um, years ago, when when we were doing another show, mm-hmm. um, there was uh, someone that later on ended up not getting cast in that show, but again cast later on, and we became friends. And uh, she auditioned with with Bat Out of Hell, Meatloaf's Bat Out of Hell. And I just <laughs> yeah. thought, wow. Now, it wasn't Wizard of Oz. It was a whole a completely different show. And it was actually quite a good choice audition piece. And I still remember it to this day. So it really made an impression on me. And like I said, wasn't cast in that show because we weren't quite right for that one. Right. But that audition stuck with me that years later I, I was 
you, uh, I, I still remember it to this day. And there, you know, there's some auditions that are very forgettable, but you know, it's just to make an impression and and do something that that uh, people are going to remember. That's going to go a long way for you. Mark, it's been nice talking again. Break a leg, as they say. Thanks for your time. Thank you. And watch the movie. I I can't believe it. It's one of (laughs) of my favorites. I highly recommend it. You're really going to enjoy it. And and I hope you enjoy the show, too. Yeah, I'll I'll watch the show first before I see the film. How's that? Very good. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good plan. The website for more is at ctora.ca. The Wizard of Oz is at the Granville Island stage uh, beginning this Friday, the 3rd of November through to the 12th of November. ctora.ca, again, is the website for tickets and information. Mark Carter, the production's director, joined me on the line from here in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Plunton.